Okay, what's going on, everybody? Always do that too. Always got that up. There we go. We're good. We're good. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. Let's get the humping, huh? Or at least take a break from humping if that's what you're doing. I'm not gonna, you know, guess exactly what's happening uh, where you're at. But uh, yes, guys, welcome to Wednesday. I know two in a row. Did one yesterday. Plenty of stuff to talk about at least, you know, because. After Monday's debacle, which hopefully you guys are all caught up with that. But anyways, guys, be sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Follow me on all the sock meds and everything. If you want to become a member, become a member. Become part of the Film Junkie family. We'll be doing a members-only stream right after this. Pick my brain a little bit more when it comes to uh, talking about whatever that's happening this week. And, uh, of course, you know, Super Chats. You know, if you if you enjoying the content... Want to help out the pirate ship? We got some super chat stuff out there too. Some donations. All right, let's get started. We got uh, DJ DJ Dax who says, "Get off that man!" And then to put two peanuts. I'm guessing he's a big, big, huge James Gunn fan. James Noel, good good night. Good night to you from Trinidad. All right, you're from Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, saying good night. All right, we got Patrick. I watch. Class of Nine and Superman and Lois. I still need to catch up on Superman and Lois. Baba Scott. Let's see. I'm going to make uh, The Nightmare a Sony Pictures television international horror movie from the creator of Starry. His uh, horror movie was Star Tati, Gabrielle, Jeremy Renner, and Heidi Klum. Interesting. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hello! La la la. I know what that's from. That's right. Back to back. Back to back. What's going on, Droga? Good to see you, buddy. All right. We got Mr. Patterson right here. Gino, what's up? We got Dan or Dane B right here. We got Darkness Under the Wind. Good to see you. Howdy, Miss Stephanie T. Will World. They should keep both universes going to make them collided. Hmm. Maybe they'll do something like that. Who knows? But uh, we got a hoy hoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Good to see you too, buddy. What's up? Hello, sweet chicks. We got Miss uh, Nighthawk right here. Good to see you, gorgeous. All right. Uh, Barry, let's see. Barry, she's new film. Okay. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Mr. Eric, hard-boiled with your intro tonight, Dave. I'm wondering what you have thought about Holly Berry being Batflex Catwoman. Hell no. That was a horrible Catwoman. Hey, if Zach and Ryan Reynolds were open, no. Uh, come on. It would have been It would have been uh, Miss uh, Gigino, okay? Carla Gigino would have been Zach's Catwoman, okay? Okay. Let's see who else we got. We got uh, Eleanor. Good to see you. We got ACS. What is going on, brother? Good to see you. Good to see you. Let's see. Vin... Yeah, XXX love, right? Is there going to be another one of those? Favorite part of the live streams are the app, yeah, right? They're always there. They're always there. Just like they, you know, the haters are always there. Before we were doing live streams, but they were in the comment section when you do a Zack Snyder. They're, they're also still out there too, though. What's going on, Mr. William Powell? Good to see you. Good to see you. What up, Mr. Jose? 
Happy freaking Wednesday. Still hurts that, you know, Monday still hurts, but it was fun hanging out with you. And, of course, Mr. Fear Jason right there. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that, too, if they reimagined it. Okay, yeah, made it a little bit more... You know, because, I mean, it's it's one of those movies where you're like, what were they thinking when it came to that movie? I remember I didn't watch it in theaters because it just looked so awful, the Catwoman movie. But, man, um, I watched it. I watched it uh, just at home. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. And the costume, I mean, looks good. <laughs> you know, I mean, Halle Berry, and it's very revealing, but... Uh, doesn't seem practical, and it does seem very dominatrixy, <laughs> you know. Catwoman needs like just the, you know, the one suit and the the headgear and the goggles, you know. So, but anyways, okay, guys. Well, again, I want to remind you to, of course, subscribe to the channel, do all that, and uh, yeah, we'll do a members-only stream after this. Uh, the tweets, the tweets. Since we've only had a day, there won't be the tweets won't be lasting that long today. That's for damn sure. Because yeah. Had a show yesterday, and now have a show today. Hopefully, you guys' Wednesday is good. I'm all, my week's all messed up. This, I, I don't even know what the heck is even happening. I don't even know what's happening with, uh, with everything, because it's just like everything just feels off. I'm like, is it Tuesday? What is it? What's today? So I'm all off right now, but hey, it's okay. We're still going to be doing some chatting, and uh, all right, let's get to the tweets. Huh? Let's see what happened over here in the Twitter world. All right, let me turn that on, and there we go. All right, guys. Hey, I will find him! That's right. We got Fear Jason putting me on Zod's face this time. Uh, I, th I could totally rock that haircut. That Caesar haircut, that George Clooney hairdo right there. Scott McClellan, he's, uh, if you guys subscribe to Squadcast, they're doing, of course, the Batman scene by scene. They posted uh, scene 15, where Batman sends Selina into the 44 Below Club to get some leads, which is great. Uh, and then, of course, what else we got? Hopefully you guys checked out, of course, the reaction to the final Flash trailer right there. We got Pattinson, uh, Paddington, I should say, not Pattinson, Paddington Bear right there that is uh in there with the ewoks it's pretty cool we got phil cho right here really digging these uh concepts see that also looks really cool that's the george clooney it's a george clooney bat suit but it's of course with the uh the the 70s gray and blue color scheme and i think that looks pretty awesome to be honest i mean i liked the george clooney suit not too bad either i love that he didn't put the nipples on he took the nipples off but i do like the 3d bat bat on George Clooney's bat suit. I did dig that. Yeah, no nippies. No nippies on this one. But that looks pretty sweet. Uh, anyways, okay. And then, uh, well, I guess Flash Film News deleted this. Interesting. But, uh, yeah. You gotta be careful out there, guys. It's gonna be spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I don't know. I mean, maybe Variety actually deleted there or changed the article. But, yes... There was very much a big spoiler that from for the Flash movie, and you got to be careful, guys. You got to be careful. You want to go in as fresh as possible. You got to be careful, even when it comes to even looking at the chat right now. You never know, like some dickheads out there that are gonna be uh, blowing. You know, just gonna be totally just um, spoiling that movie because obviously so many people have seen it. Not me, of course. God damn it. But it's okay. You know, I'll be all right. I got my tickets for the fifteenth. It'll be fun. But uh, Variety posted a, a, an interview with Andy Muschietti, 
And Annie Muschietti talked about one of the spoilers, one of the cameos. And I think Variety, maybe, I, I blame more Variety because I'm kind of thinking, well, I think they were supposed to post that afterwards because obviously if they're interviewing these directors, they usually do like, hey, we'll do an interview that doesn't have spoiler questions and then after do an interview with spoiler questions and then we'll post that after the movie has come out. So, but yeah, just got to be careful. Just got to be careful with all that. So, you know, but... Yeah, that was just like, but that's Variety for you. Variety just freaking does that. So, yeah, don't worry. We're not going to say exactly what was said right there. But, yeah, just be wary. Be wary of, uh, you know, social media. Be wary of chats. Be wary of a lot of things. So, and then, like, uh, you moderators, too. You see something, you see something, jump on it. Jump on it. Get that thing out of there because I won't be able to do that. So, anyways, uh, the law of numbers says not that many people who would be on here. Yeah, that's true true you're absolutely right stuff so uh, yeah but you just never know but like i said moderators you see something that sounds like it could be that i would say just try to get rid of it as quickly as possible so it was lego batman yes that's right or casual batman you know casual batman showing up yes that's right um casual batman got uh annie Muschietti was like i gotta have more batman in there so good i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad so Margot Robbie, well, we got, uh, she was in, I forgot, oh yeah, Vogue, Vogue, Margot Robbie, she did like a, a pic, you know, a photo shoot with them, and then of course talked about Barbie, talked about taking on the role and everything, but uh, she specifically said right here in this quote, Gal Gadot is Barbie energy, she wanted Gal Gadot to be in the movie, be one of the Barbies, because Gal Gadot is so impossibly beautiful, but you don't hate her for being that beautiful, because she's so genuinely sincere, and she's so... In uh, enthusiastically kind and it's almost dorky well that's good almost dorky i guess but uh i mean yeah she is you know she's beautiful they're both beautiful but uh yeah apparently she was unavailable i'm not sure what she was working on she was probably working on i don't know was gal Gadot working on her like sixth cameo that's gonna be happening <laughs> she's in so many cameos this year but i mean it makes sense but yeah so at one point yes margot Rob i mean margot robbie let's face it when it comes to movies that she stars in she kind of has say in who you know in things when it comes she definitely had say when it came to birds of prey she was practically directing the reshoots in birds of prey from what i gathered she was directing that so like she got john cena in i remember john cena saying something that he wanted to get a role in the barbie movie and apparently i don't know i mean i don't know it was kind of a weird article that i saw when it came to john cena but apparently she got john cena into the barbie movie to play that merman or whatever the hell that's gonna be i don't know this movie's gonna be crazy gonna be crazy um i'm gonna probably see oppenheimer first but then i'll see barbie also i don't know it's gonna be it's all coming out the same weekend but yes gal gadot was once she she did uh margot robbie did want gal gadot to be in the movie but couldn't happen it's okay it's okay uh we got a new shot from mission impossible dead reckoning part one which uh shows uh hayley atwell Atwell's character handcuffed to uh, Tom Cruise, handcuffed to Ethan. So that's going to be an interesting scene. Why are they handcuffed together? Because obviously we know there's a chase sequence and everything. So, yes, yeah, so I'm going to be in Barbie as well. And then here's the photo shoot right here, of course, from Vogue. Let somebody put a collage together, kind of like a Barbie, obviously a very Barbie-inspired photo shoot right there of uh, Miss Robbie. Blue Beetle! What? Look at that! Hey! Exclusive! 
at least when it comes to uh, Fandango right here, giving a little exclusive shot of Blue Beetle. Looks like he's defending his family. Looks like they're in front of his house. Got some family members behind him. Who knows who he's shooting at, but man, we got an action shot right here. So it looks pretty sweet. He's got one of his cannons out, and then, and then of course, he's got like a fireball brewing up in his other fist right there. So that's pretty sweet. So yeah, we got a new Blue Beetle still. Because, yeah, I mean, after The Flash comes out, it's going to be the next DC movie to get a bunch of hopefully good marketing and whatnot. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know, not, nothing too you know, not too bad about that. Usually, sometimes, I always say this, that VFX heavy shots don't look good as stills, but this is okay. This is looking good. Doesn't look too bad. So, Blue Beetle, baby. That's right. Hey, what's going on, Tony? Tony, you're a sexy bastard, you... You fuck. Uh, and then speaking of Mission Impossible, I mean, again, again, guys. Mission Impossible 2 came out 23 years ago. The hate for this movie is just, I don't even understand it because it's such a great, it's, I wouldn't even call it the weakest out of the bunch. No, I know some people think it's the worst Mission Impossible, but it, it's the most unique Mission Impossible. And I will die on the hill of always backing it up and defending it. John Woo. And all the craziness right there, all the crazy, the doves, the slow motion, everything, man. John Woo, John Woo was the slow-mo king before Zack Snyder came in in the 2000s. And then we got another shot right here from Barbie, right here. I forget that, you know, we have Miss, uh, that's Miss Mackey right there. She's, uh, she's up for, apparently, on the short list or a contender for Lois Lane right there. That's right. That's her, right? Uh, what's her name? Something Mackie. I'm totally drawing a blank on her first name. But, uh, yeah, another shot right here of this Barbie movie that's just going to be absolutely insane. Yes, John Woo was the blueprint. John Woo was the blueprint. And then we got some new Turtles posters, some character posters. This is pretty sweet. Emma. Thank you. Emma Mackie. Couldn't remember her first name. Leo, Donnie, Ralph, Raph, I should say, Mikey. So Mikey has braces. So they're really, really trying to hit that, really trying to hit that teenage level right there. Teenage, I mean, these are definitely teenagers right here. <clears throat> so, oh, yes, and we're, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about, of course, Holly Berry because that, that's very interesting. But, hey, we, we, I mean, Deadpool 3, Deadpool 3 has begun to start filming. Production is happening, and we got Mr. Hugh Jackman right here. Hmm. I mean, he's got that Wolverine beard happening, so looking pretty good. I don't know if they're, I mean, I, I guess, are they going to keep it grayed up? I don't know. I don't know, but Deadpool 3 is in full-on production, and then, yes, something very interesting when it comes to that, uh, you know, of another possible return of a character, so we'll talk about that in uh, a little bit, but and then we got more Flash posters. I swear, these Flash posters, killers, killers, or as the kids say it, bangers. But we got the Screen X. We got the Screen X poster right here. Looks pretty sweet. You got the Batwing in the background, Background, I guess, on autopilot because we got Batman in a fighting stance. Supergirl right there, but that's pretty sweet. I like that. You know, I like the I like the running pose right there. And then we got the 40X poster. It looks pretty sweet as well. It's just kind of funny because I saw like the promo images of Michael Keaton's Batman, like all the stances, the different stances. I saw it a long a while ago. And now to see them 
in in the actual posters, it's kind of funny because it's like, yeah, I saw like the, <laughs> I had like a little inside whatever knowledge of like what the bat suit was looking at and all the different poses that he did. Um, and now I've seen them all the posters right there. But the posters have been, let's face it, the posters have been freaking great. I mean, you know, not not too floaty head heads kind of poster, you know, floaty heads that we always talk about that, make fun of that. Not too much of that. But, you know, still kind of floaty head, but, I mean, I guess you can't, it's hard not to. But, yeah, even, like, the posters, yeah, the other posters, too, that uh, came out for, like, IMAX and everything just been really, really cool. And then, oh, my God, yes. Well, we lost another uh, legend today. Damn it. But she lived a long life, 83 years old. But, yes, may she rest in peace. Simply the best, right? Simply the best. Miss Tina Turner died today. Uh, at the age of 83. So if you have a drink, I just have water right here, but I'll raise it up anyways. Cheers to uh, Miss Tina Turner. Ah, yeah, so she passed away today. Better than all the rest. All right, continuing on. Edgar Wright! Edgar Wright has now seen The Flash, guys. One of my favorite directors. One of my all-time favorite directors, Edgar Wright, is now chiming in on the Flash movie. We've had, what, Jaden Smith, Stephen King, and uh, who else was it? Who else has also said? Oh, yeah, Al Roker. That's right. We're having a mixed bag, a mixed bag of reviews when it comes to the Flash, but now we got Edgar Wright. Got to see the Flash last night with a very special friend, my longtime editor since way back on Spaced, right through to Soho. So you know how awesome... Edgar Wright's movies are when it comes to editing. Well, he was with that person right there, his editor, because Edgar Wright has a very unique style when it comes to fast, quick edits. And now uh, editor on this summer movie epic, Mr. Uh, Matchless Ace. When I got invited to this sneak screening, <laughs> lucky, I uh, insisted Paul come with me so I could nudge him throughout. It's been a long journey to bring this speedy adventure to the screen, and the final film is a total blast. Had had so had such had such fun. Sorry, had such fun picking Paul's brains about about it as soon as it was finished. My only gripe was this screening didn't have the full credits, so I didn't get to woo when uh, PM's name came up. I guess I will go again. Huge congrats to Annie Muschietti and, of course, Barbara Muschietti on the movie, which will leave a big grin on audiences' faces when it opens next month. And maybe don't read any reviews as there are a lot of fun surprises that are not in the trailers. Huge props to Paul. Very proud of him. So there you go. Edgar Wright is totally about the Flash as well. So I love that. I love that. Absolutely love that. Who's going to be next? Who is going to be next to... Uh, to review the flash that's you know a no a name a name so like i said it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting group of people that uh have expressed how much they love the flash i love it ah you ever want to see jason momoa as batman well here you go welcome to warner brothers world Papa Gabi, i'm batman you sure look like jason momoa it's a dumb man I'm Batman, and I'm out of here. Enjoy the water, Aquaman. Seriously, Frank. Uh, What's up, Aquaman? Is he still Aquaman? I'm just kidding. Hey, okay, Jason. It's a nice utility belt. Aquaman. It's Batman. Aquaman. I'm Batman. These are wings. Does Aquaman have wings? Oh, Jason Momoa. 
Did you hear his voice squeak? These are ruins! That seems like a pretty intense ride. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Hey. I love how they have like an actual blonde, like, blue eyes Aquaman right there. There you go. Obviously promoting, uh, you know, his, yeah, live like Momoa, book your vacation. Yes. So Jason's awesome. Jason Momoa is awesome. But there he is as Batman doing his thing. Like I said, you know, he's having fun right now. Obviously, like I said, he was the best thing that happened uh, that happened in Fast X right there. So, yeah, Jason Momoa having some fun being Batman right there. So good on him. I love it. Oh, yeah, and then I guess uh, the PlayStation uh, presentation happened today. And, uh, you know, a lot of games were talked about, but, uh, you know, a lot of people are, of course, talking about the Spider-Man game. The new Spider-Man game is coming out with a symbiote suit. What? Oh, man, look at that. You have no idea. Yeah. See, that's going to, oh, man, I tell you, when the first Spider-Man game came out, I was so tempted to buy a PS what was it, 4 that it came out on, like a PS4 or whatever, and I was so tempted, it was, yeah, it was PS4, right, so tempted to get it just to play the Spider-Man game, still tempted, but yeah, there's some more gameplay right there, a little teaser for the game right there, Miles Morales, symbiote suit, I mean, my god, jeez, just sound, I mean, just looks awesome, just looks absolutely awesome. Uh, a year from now, we're going to get the uh, Furiosa prequel to Mad Max, of course, starring Miss Anya Taylor-Joy. Anya Taylor-Joy. We got a cool little poster right here for Nope. Nope. Which was one of my favorite movies of last year. Uh, we got Antonella, Antonella Nicoli, Nicoli, Nikolai, showing some 66 Batman love right there. Pretty sweet. And look at this creepy shit. Look at this creepy thing freaking thing right here but apparently uh jnd studios they're going to be putting out a harley quinn doll or you know figurine statue whatever but they're constructing it right there so like literally like there's like a it's i was like what the hell putting the eyeball the eyeball in her face oh, better mute that but uh yeah look at that putting the teeth in i mean jesus christ so weird so weird to look at but, I mean, that's how detailed it is. See, that looks, once it's all in there, it looks fine. But, my God, was that creepy at first. Jesus. But, yeah, look at that. It's a cool, yeah. wonder how much that's going to be. But, yeah, Harley Quinn right there. That is very detailed, extremely detailed. That's pretty damn sweet right there. See, it looks like it's going to come to life. My God. Kevin Feige. He's, he, he has confirmed that Marvel once had talks with Robert Downey Jr. to play Doctor Doom in twenty in a 2005's Fantastic Four movie. That's right. Can you imagine that? That makes you kind of wonder if he would have gotten the role of Doctor Doctor Doom. Would he? Would he have ended up playing Iron Man? What three years later? But yeah, apparently, according to uh, that, let's see the quote here. Uh, and in their conversation, Favreau, yeah, because there was like a conversation between Feige and Favreau, which was basically talking about Iron Man. And his quote said right here, I remember that Robert, 
had come in for a general on it, and I remember you had all met with him already for, like, Doctor Doom or something on another project. I think he had come through on, like, Fantastic Four, so everybody sort of knew who he was, and I remember sitting down with the guy, and I was like, geez, we just got that spark in him and in his eyes, in his eye, and he's, uh, and he's ready, and that's when we were, uh, we were in your Kevin Feige's office, and we were pointing... Uh, to his headshot and saying uh, we got to try to figure this out obviously talking about when it came to getting him as Iron Man and said it wasn't really until we cast Robert Downey Jr. that I fully understood that the take was uh, at once it was Robert every decision became uh, a lot easier obviously talking about that and but yeah apparently he was almost Dr. Doom at one point he came in for Dr. Doom so I still have to watch that little interview video thing that they did that uh, Feige and uh, Favreau talking about Iron Man, of course, all these uh, years later. But, yeah, pretty crazy. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? I don't think. Uh, good thing you didn't get it. Good thing you didn't get it. I'm, I think we're all kind of happy about that. But there you go. Kevin Feige talked about that. Interesting. Sasha Kaye uh, posting some uh, shots on uh, Instagram, showing her posters that are out, out and about, or big, huge posters, Worlds Collide. I do kind of find it funny that, um, I mean, maybe over here there's a shot, but I just love how we got the flash, we got the logo, we got um, um, a Kryptonian ship in the background that's, like, blowing up. We got Supergirl on one side, we got the Batwing on the other side. Where's the flash? <laughs> Where's Ezra? It's like, no, we draw the line on making a big poster for Ezra. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was just kind of funny. I'm like, okay, they just have that. There's no shot, or am I, do I not, is he like in, he's on the ground somewhere maybe? I don't know. Maybe he's on the other side. She just couldn't fit the picture. I just thought it was kind of funny that just like, yeah, where's the, where's the star of the movie? He's on, he's on the left. He's on the left. Like what, in the window? <laughs> in the windows? Or you mean over here? Okay, so we must be way left because there's nothing on the left over here. So, but that's just, that was just kind of funny. Like right there, where the title, where the logo is, you'd think they would put him right there in the middle. But that was, yeah, you know, whatever. It's fine. And then speaking of the Flash, we got some new toys. We got a Batmobile, '89 Batmobile, right here, and a figurine that comes with it. So, uh, is this remote controlled? Yeah, this is remote-controlled, right? So we got a remote-controlled Batmobile right here. That seems fun. <clears throat> Go to the first... The first pick is not the same pick, I don't think. I think it's like a different spot. Yeah, I don't think that's the same spot. Because you got all this down here. I mean, or maybe it's like to the other side or something like that. It's just weird because there's nothing right there. And then there's something right there. There's another logo. And then you got this Kryptonian ship right there. I don't know. He's probably somewhere over there, or they are probably somewhere over there. But anyways. And then we got Dustin right here. I always like to uh, put out his, you know, I always like to show his work. And he did a uh, 89 Batman. Well, basically the, I mean, I, it's not just 89 Batman. It's all the Batman stuff right here. But just kind of in the uh, Batman Long Halloween. So we got, I guess, I mean, we got Keaton's Batman. We got Tommy Lee Jones right here. We got uh, Nicholson Joker. We got Uma Thurman, Poison Ivy. And, of course, Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman. So that's pretty sweet. And I'll tell you what, man. 
this costume, you know, with the with the a good color palette. I mean, I think somebody actually tweaked the color palette a little bit for this GIF, but I remember seeing a still shot of of her right here in the Batcave full on costume. It's I, I it's awesome. I, I'm really, really digging this costume with everything we've seen. But man, in this lighting right here, it just makes that dark blue just look really good. But that's a cool shot right there. It's a good shot. I think that was in the latest trailer, right? Just looks really good. Looks really good. And then we got a new, uh, we got Rhea Seahorn. She's going to be joining Bad Boys 4. She uh, was on uh, Better Call Saul, I believe, which I still got to watch. And then Rosa Salazar. Yes, we might not be getting, who knows if we're going to be getting Alita Battle Angel 2, but she's going to be in Captain America New World Order. So they just cast her. So at least we get something with, uh, with Salazar in there. Sorry, I forgot to turn off the music. There we go. Okay, but yeah, Miss Salazar. We want her back as Alita Battle Angel, but who knows if that's going to even happen. I talked about it on, what, Monday? Or was it last? I don't know. Was it last week I talked about it? Where I said that uh, Bob Iger, I mean, who knows if it's true, but Bob Iger was basically saying that the only way that Alita Battle Angel 2 is going to get made is if James Cameron himself directs it, which is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Why would, you know, stop He's too busy. He's way too busy. So, all right. Let's talk about James Gunn. James Gunn's fed up, guys. He's fed up. Okay? He's fed up. He's over it. It's all the rumors. Getting a bunch of rumors saying, I'm like, well, James, this is what's going to happen. Especially if you're on social media, which a lot of us appreciate that James Gunn is on, on uh, social media. I think we all... When it comes to James Gunn, we all appreciate that he goes online and interacts with fans and hypes things up. And then, of course, debunks all the BS out there because, let's face it, there's a lot of BS out there. He'll debunk it. But then at the same time, when there isn't BS out there and when there's a lot of rumors, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. So it's like, yeah, James, I mean, you got to get used to it. Got to get used to it. I know he's trying to he's trying to reel it in when it comes to tweeting and everything. I know he's I think he's gonna probably try to reel it in warner brothers is probably be like hey reel it in just a little bit just a little bit when it comes to that so and uh yeah uh basically when it when it comes to the tweet that he put out there this is what he had this is what he had to say right here he said i'm getting barraged with bullshit dc rumors this morning i'll just reiterate the national the general rule not to believe anything unless it comes from me or peter but unless it's especially egregious I'm going to slow down on calling shit out. But we want you to call shit out. Come on. Sorry, I know it's one of my favorite traditions. There are three reasons for this. Number one, some people are making up lies to get attention from me or to get clicks, and I don't want to encourage that. <coughs> Cugosity. Uh, number two, I've read a hundred rumors this morning. One of them is half true, so I don't want to be used as a way for people to throw nonsense at the wall until something sticks. Does make sense. Number three, I'm storyboarding Superman Legacy and don't have time. Have a great day. And then, of course, puts the merman out there. But then it's funny because he says, have a great day. And somebody goes, you're storyboarding based on the first draft. And then, of course, he just says, like, it's far from the first draft. You really think that he was on the first draft? What? Okay. So there you go, guys. He's probably going to reel it in a little bit because sometimes some of the shit can be true. Some of it can be true. 
But then we got this article right here, which has to reload, sadly, um, talking about certain things, talking about James Gunn, the king of superhero movies. Not many people get to make movies uh, at my budget level and still do what they want. So here's an interview right here. And what was interesting, a lot of people were passing around, obviously talking about Guardians and whatnot. Uh, he said uh, right here, I don't think there's ever been a storyteller in charge. It's unprecedented. No one in history of Hollywood has ever had an opportunity to tell the biggest story ever told across television, film, and games to have that type of creative outlet. So how the fuck could I say no? Easy. That's a lot of pressure, man. Gotta... And then, of course, he was talking about keep on going. He said being a German. Blah, blah, blah. There are, uh, aren't too many people. Yeah, we already read that quote. And then uh, where, where did he say it right there? I should have found it. Where he's talking about, he basically was saying like, you know, he's hiring like a bunch of talented writers and directors. I can't really find the quote. There's too much. I had to, I had to scroll all the way back up and I can't find exactly where it is. But basically what he was saying was the fact that it's like, oh yeah, but I'm also hiring these very talented writers and directors. Now we know of a couple already. I mean, Drew Goddard's going to be in that writer's room, which is great. And then of course we have James Mangold, who's going to be making the Swamp Thing movie. And then I saw one of the, uh, I mean, who knows, take it with a freaking grain of salt, but one of the scoopers out there, the you know, that who knows what their batting average is, but they did kind of say like from what that person has heard is yes, you will not believe some of the people that he's got in line for this. And it was kind of like, oh, well, that's cool. Hopefully that is true, but who knows? Again, got to take it with a grain of salt, but it was just kind of like, oh, okay. Someone kind of followed it up who apparently is in the know and was basically stating, confirming that yes, we're going to hear some more notable names when it comes to what's happening here. But I'm just like... It's just kind of funny because when are we going to find all that out? Is it going to be Comic-Con? Is it not going to be until after Aquaman 2 comes out? I mean, that's the thing is who knows when all this. I mean, it's just such a weird. It's like we're wrapping things up with the previous stuff. And then, of course, we're continuing on. It's all just kind of just everything so much up in the air. And then it's like, what happens if uh, the Flash makes uh, a billion five for over a billion dollars? I mean, is things going to change when it comes to that? I don't know. But uh, I'm curious. I'm curious to see, like, what happens. I don't know if it'll be Comic-Con or something, or next year's Comic-Con, maybe. That's when it'll happen. 2024 Comic-Con, where they actually, like, bring people out. God, remember that one time at Comic-Con? Jeez, just hurts your heart. Remember that one time at Comic-Con when Snyder was leading the pack of, like, uh, of DCEU directors when it came to Ben Affleck, Patty Jenkins, James Wan, and Rick, uh, I can never say his last name, but yeah, you know who I'm talking about, who's going to be directing The Flash. Remember when they got that and they had that group shot and it was like, oh, and sadly, you know, that all didn't quite work out. But, I mean, at least Patty Jenkins and James Wan got to make their movies, but... Yeah, so I guess we'll find out. Who knows? Who knows? But that's uh, that's just things that uh, James Gunn was saying. And I know, like, he's been doing a lot of talking, too. Like, all right, so, like, sometimes, and, I, I, and, and it's funny, too, because I know this uh, makes, it does make people upset. But uh, he did talk about other things, too. Let's see if I could find it. Uh, let's see. Er, okay, well, of course, he's just uh, talking about the Flash. But, yeah. Somebody right here. So this was kind of like an interesting response. He was going kind of back and forth right here. So here's this tweet. Here's uh, some more tweeting right here. And it's like, hey, James, I thought you were going to reel it in a little bit. But apparently when it came to this, he did not. So somebody right here, the political comic nerd and movie said the road to get this movie made has been a long one, but it was more than worth it. Believe the hype. 
because Annie Muschietti truly did deliver one of the all-time great superhero movies with The Flash. Heartfelt, emotional, hilarious, fun, and action-packed. The film, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody right here said, can someone tell me which of the main DCEU movies to watch before watching this one? James Gunn said, you don't need to watch anything. It would be good if you know the Keaton Batman exists. And then somebody said, like, here they literally fight Zod in Man of Steel with flashbacks to young Barry during the world engine destroying Metropolis. You don't want people to know what's uh, being warped in the multiverse because it promotes people seeing a Superman movie right before you make yours petty. Whoa! And then uh, Mr. Aaron right here said, this is a wild take by James. Haha. <laughs> it's a culmination of an entire franchise of storytelling. It will not achieve the intended storytelling result if you aren't already bought into all these characters and their past the whole reasons they're trying to change it and then james gunn responded right here that's the exact same thing i said about volume three both are the endings of a huge series of films but both tell you what you need to know in the films themselves you can enjoy them with or without seeing previous films and there are no compulsory compulsory uh, viewings people need beforehand. I initially saw The Flash with some people who had never seen any DCEU movies. They all loved it and understood everything. So, yeah, it's like, I don't know if James is actually reeling things in, but hey, you know, that's just uh, the style. That's what he does. He does that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, people were getting, you know, it's just funny because again, it's just so many different things that are just, that are just, uh, when it comes to all this stuff, it's just so many things that are just you got you got it is a culmination of like the, the DC live action and stuff like that. I mean, like I said, if you know some of the stuff, you already know, like, holy shit, they're 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 doing some things they are doing some things. But yeah, uh, RJ, uh, people are very angry with what he said. Yeah, people are very angry with what he said, too. Yes, I know. I mean, and it's again, it's just you see the bias out there, you know, like when people are like talking about that i mean obviously you could click on their twitter and then be like oh well yeah of course just like you know the other way around you know it's just it's just kind of funny but yeah people were pretty upset about that but he was just basically like like trying to let people know like hey you don't need to really watch anything but you know as long as you know that because michael keaton's batman michael keaton's batman is one of the freaking stars of the movie basically the star of the movie if you look at the marketing but um so yeah you just got to basically know about him i guess you could say but i mean i have a feeling that annie muschietti and uh uh christina hodson the script and everything i'm pretty sure like again you could i mean i know nobody here is going to go in without seeing the previous movies but if people general audience goes and sees sees this movie and just knows of things, I'm pretty sure that from what I gather, just seeing people's reactions and reviews is the fact that it's just the story just just is told very well and you don't really need to. It's like they probably do good enough with the dialogue and what in the beats, the story beats to kind of explain things that have happened right there. So, <clears throat> oh, Droga said, you, Christina Hudson, somebody, or it's Hudson, not Hudson. And, uh, you know, it's okay you're a misogynist. I mean... He doesn't like he doesn't like girl writers. So, Jose, you better watch watch out for this guy. Anyway, so um, just kidding, of course. So there you go. There's uh, James Gunn talking about Flash, talking about how he's hating the rumors. Little Mermaid.
Under the sea. Under the sea. I don't know why I'm even trying to sing it. I don't even really like the uh, the animated version. But uh, yes, guys, we have Little Mermaid, of course, reviews. So we're going to go to the Devil Fruit site to see where it's currently sitting at. And, uh, well, let's face it. People aren't liking it, or at least the critics aren't liking it as much as, of course, Disney would hope so. All right. See, you could see that you could see the you could see the sad look on her face. She's like, no, with uh, Holly Bailey making a major splash in the title role. Disney's live action Little Mermaid ranks among the studio's most enjoyable reimaginings. Wow. So 144 reviews currently 70 percent. So let's read some of these right here. All right. Let's start off with a bad one with uh, Adam Graham right here from Detroit News. It's flat. Dramatically vacant and visually inert with a lead performance that all too closely resembles a fish out of water. Nice. Uh, we got Morris right here. Right, we got Wesley Morris right here. It reeks of obligation and noble intentions, joy, fun, mystery, risk, flavor, kink. They're missing. Kink? Really? The movies, isn't she underage? Um, the movies saying, we tried. Tried not to offend, appall, challenge, imagine. Wow. He had something to say about that. We got a couple of positive reviews right here. The film's diverse casting has already made the point about unity and done so much more, uh, you know, eloquently. The Little Mermaid mostly avoids preaching, though. That's good. It remains what it always was, a charming escapist fairy tale, which is what it should be. Uh, then we got Anne right here from Washington Post. In on the other Finn mixed bag of a movie that honors its source material with a big color-saturated production while never precisely proving that it ever needed to exist. So that's a little bit of a backhanded one right there. Uh, Holly Bailey's charms can't distract from all the bizarre choices at the heart of the underwhelming live-action remake. Ooh. Although money was undoubtedly... The primary driver for remaking The Little Mermaid, at least on this occasion, the filmmakers have proven able to uh, engage in something more than nostalgia mining. So that's good. Without any nostalgia connection to the original property, The Little Mermaid is a particularly embolibonant experience. All its elevating touches counterbalanced by the new its new flaws. Disney's unsightly live remake of the 1989 classic drowns uh, drowns in the murky waters of ill-conceived VFX. So there you go. There's some uh, reviews right there. It's kind of funny because that movie came out in 1989 as well. Remember that image that I showed you guys of that marquee that had Batman, Ghostbusters 2, and Indiana Jones, I'm assuming Last Crusade? Remember that marquee? So in 1989, those movies were out, and we're getting like sequels and Michael Keaton back as Batman. Not realizing, was it 1989 when the, yeah, when Little Mermaid came out? And now we're getting the live action version this year. It's just kind of crazy. All right. Now, now let's um, look at box office projections. Let me see here. Mermaid box office. All right. So according to box office pro says weekend box office forecast Disney's The Little Mermaid eyes a splashy 135 to 140 million Memorial Day box office. So that's just domestic right there. Let's see. Do we have let's see if we have numbers for worldwide. And I always forget. I'm forgetting that it's a 3-day weekend, it's Memorial Day weekend. So definitely got, you know, I mean that's going to help it for sure. Let's see. 
Am I seeing? Let's see. Okay. Needs to make. Oh, wow. Somebody said that. Okay. So now, like right here, I'm seeing that it's tracking to earn about 200 to 205 worldwide. That's the current tracking right now for global. 200 to 205. Probably be more than that. I, th I think it's going to be more. It, like I said, it has the Memorial Day to help it out a little bit. I'm going to go see it tomorrow. I mean, in part, I mean, I, I, I'd rather go, I'd rather go see Burt Kreischer's movie, The Machine, but it's not playing at my theater, sadly. So I'm just gonna, yes. And again, I don't hate watch. I go in and I go, hopefully I can walk out with at least going, hey, I, that was better than I thought it was going to be. When it came to Aladdin, that happened. When I went and saw the live action Aladdin, I was going, oh boy, this is probably not going to be great, but it's Guy Ritchie. And I walked out going, well, that was better than I thought it was going to, than I thought it was going to be. So hopefully with this one, maybe, I don't know. I'm just not really into the whole live action Disney things because I wasn't into the Disney movies when I was a kid. So, who, well, I guess we'll see, but I'm going to go in. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. So look forward to my first reaction review. We'll see if I like it. Maybe I will. You never know. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Family! And we got a family member back, baby. That's right. Yes. I mean, the cat's already out of the bag. It was already out of the bag because Mr. Scoopy Pants over at the wrap couldn't hold his wad because, well, he has to stay relevant. So he had to post that, yes, that Dwayne Johnson is, in fact, back as Hobbs in the Fast and Furious franchise. We were all kind of wondering. I thought he wasn't going to come back. Makes you wonder, makes you wonder if Black Adam was a success and... Things went a different direction when it came to DC. Do you think that Dwayne Johnson would have come back to the franchise, to this franchise? Do you think that would have happened? Would he have done both? I guess he might have because it's Dwayne Johnson and I don't know. That's just kind of weird. I was kind of thinking about that when I, when I was, when I saw this video and the fact that he's back, it's like, would he have done that? I don't know. And then, of course, there's a lot of uh, I've, I've seen some articles also that talk about like, hey, Hobbs and Shaw, too, should be in consideration, too. If he's back and obviously Jason Statham never left. So why don't we do a Hobbs and Shaw, too? I enjoyed the first Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, it's very over the top, just like Fast and Furious. It's ridiculous, but I like Jason, Jason Statham. I do like Dwayne Johnson, of course, you know, with recent stuff. I've been kind of like, you know, making fun of him a little bit and whatever, but. But yeah, we have this video right here, of course, uh, from a Variety. And uh, what's his name? Always uh, asking the, the tough questions. So here you go right here. What was it like keeping Gall and Dwayne a secret? Hard. Gall. And Not easy. So excited. Um, so excited to have him back home. He just said, and he's chewing gum. Even more excited to see fan reactions and to see how how happy it makes people what was it like keeping he's, gall and he's so weird how drunk is he right there huh how many coronas did you have right there Vinny? huh <laughs> hey you know it's his own premiere i'd be going drunk too why not party um but yeah Rain a secret <laughs> But it's funny because he just kind of was like, say, he, he didn't say like anything about Gal or Gall, but he did say about it. But it's just, yeah, it's just kind of funny. It's like, what was that phone call like? What, is there middlemen? Do they really squash the beef? Did the beef really exist? 
I don't know. Like, I, I mean, has Dwayne Johnson, he hasn't said anything about it, right? Am I wrong? I, I don't know. You guys tell me, did, did Dwayne Johnson actually say anything about his appearance? I didn't see anything on social media. Um, did he say something? Maybe he did. No. Did he say anything about it? He had some Coke, and I'm not talking about soda. Nice. Hey, everyone. Yeah. What's going on, Mr. Uh, Eric Z? <clears throat> but, yeah, he hasn't really said anything, has he? As Dwayne Johnson has not said anything. He's still, of course, promoting the XFL. Is anybody even watching the XFL? I don't know. But has he said anything? I haven't really... Uh, no, it doesn't look like he has said anything. Okay. So when is Dwayne Johnson going to actually talk about that? That's what I'm wondering, too. I mean, uh, Gal, we know that Gal talked about it. Uh, she obviously did, and I did a whole, you know, I did a Film Junkie shot, posted that today, talking about how she talked about that cameo, but did not talk about the Shazam Wonder Woman cameo, wondering if she's going to talk about her Flash appearance, and that's going to be interesting, too, but, yeah, I haven't seen anything from Dwayne Johnson talking about this, so, maybe, I don't know, is it, is it a pride thing? Is he waiting for a little bit? I mean, I'm guessing he's going to have to talk about it sooner or later, because part of his brand is being on social media, he's big on Instagram and Twitter, so I can only imagine and he's going to be talking about that soon, right? Post the image of himself, something. I mean, we're going to find out exactly like when that was shot. I wonder how long ago that cameo was shot when it came to him. And how does he feel to be on the, uh, the ass end of like trying to shoot a cameo real quick to fit in a movie? Huh? Huh, Dwayne? How does it feel? Just kidding. I know. Isn't Dwayne busy with kidnapping <laughs> the kidnapping lawsuit? <laughs> just, I remember reading something about that. I didn't really dive into it hopefully that's not the case but you never know i don't know kidnapping lawsuit that'd be uh that'd be that'd be a little bit crazy for sure halle berry and by the way halle berry you know if you want to keep on posting nudes of yourself i mean obviously we saw that nude picture where she was on the balcony and obviously you couldn't see anything it was very she did it very uh, artistically, artsy. It was great, you know, kind of showing that, eh, she still got it at what, 55, 56, however old she is. And I'm, I'm just like, I'm all about it, Hallie. If you want to keep on doing that stuff, I think a lot of us would be okay with the fact that um, you're posting uh, provocative stuff like that. But apparently she posted a new image. And again, Deadpool 3 is now in production. And then she decides... She decides to post this image of herself with her cat with that color hair. What? Huh? Look at that right there. Coincidence? Maybe. But I'd like to think that it's not. I hope they have the whole group back. Have everybody back. James Mardson, Famke uh, Jensen, Jansen, whatever her name is. Yes, have them all back. If... Hugh Jackman's back. Have everybody back. So I'm thinking, yes. I mean, obviously, which all the three, all the three different X-Men movies that she was in, or four, I guess you could say, four X-Men movies, the hairstyle was always different. So was the accent, which was weird. But anyways, that's besides the point. Her hair has always been, like, different, but it's the same, you know, silver color right there, the white. What are we thinking here, huh? I'm thinking that uh, I'm thinking that she's gonna make an appearance in Deadpool three, 
It just seems it seems like the right thing to do. It seems like the right thing to do. They should do that. Bring everybody back. Bring everybody back. If you got Hugh Jackman back, you might as well have everyone back. And I'm sure Ryan Reynolds was all about having everybody back, too. I just would not be surprised if we get that original band back together. Get Ian McClellan back, Patrick Stewart, all of them. Get them all back. Let's get them all back. And I think that this is happening. I think she was teasing. She knew exactly what she was doing. Posting with that hair. I mean, what, she just did that hair for shits and giggles? No. For another movie? Maybe. I doubt it. I think she's going to be in Deadpool 3, and I hope... The rest of them are in Deadpool 3 too, right? Cable? Maybe. I don't know if Cable's going to return. Maybe he will. Yeah, she's still very much killing it, Susie. She very much still is killing it. Big time. She, I mean, she hasn't aged a bit. She has not aged one bit. I mean, just you watch John Wick 3, and she was such a badass in that movie with the dogs. My God. Just so freaking cool. So Halle Berry looks like she's returning as well, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. We're all for it. All right. Let's get to some questions. And then, of course, we'll wrap this up, and then I will start the members-only stream. If you want to be part of the members-only stream, become a member. You can pick my brain a little bit. We could talk a little bit more about Monday. We could talk a little bit about stuff, things, and whatnot. Let's see. All right. No questions over here in YouTube space. <laughs> Nobody cares in YouTube space. They're like, nah. I don't care. James gone. Boo. All right. I think we're good when it comes to Twitter. All right. Let's go ahead and see uh, what's going on in Twitter right now. All right. Andrea, did you, re did you realize there were two Aquaman in uh, Fast X? Yes, I did. Alan Richson. Yes. It's pretty cool. Uh, Philip Barker, of course, he says, who's your favorite Spider-Man? Obviously, uh, making fun of that question being asked is Zack Snyder at the first SnyderCon. And Andrew Garfield will always be my favorite Spider-Man, of course. Lane, no question, Dave. Just love me some bad press for WB. Seems like they can't help themselves. The Flash screening debacle. DGA, Max, launch issues, finally, no Ray Fisher header on the new platform. Well, I mean, they, they corrected that, so you can scratch that one off. And the Max issues were only for about the first, like, 10, 15 minutes. So, well, you know, but the, you know, the DGA is going to be happening. They're, they're going to be going on strike next for sure. And then, yes, there was, of course, you know, I was, I, of course, had to endure the debacle when it came to the flash screenings. But at the same time... You know, the Flash screenings still are helping the Flash out because, let's face it, people are still very much excited for it, and there's a lot, there's still a lot more hype that's uh, going on when it comes to the Flash. Eric Blake, hey Dave, with Zaslav getting booed over the writer's strike and now the whole Flash screening debacles, do you suspect we may see some consequences for the studio leadership? Nah, I think we'll be all right. I highly doubt it. There's going to be layoffs, though. There'll be more layoffs. That's about it. Deus. Dave, is there any chance you'll reconsider going to the flash screening next week? Need your reaction. I mean, we'll see. I still have it. I didn't throw it away. We'll see. Because it is Tuesday. It is on Tuesday, which I normally don't do a stream on. So if I get some wild hair up my ass, I just don't want to risk going out there again and being turned away. 
It's just I don't want to waste my time again. Um, Devon Wooter. Dave, why Disney won't release their shows from Disney Plus on Blu-ray like Marvel TV shows and Star Wars TV shows? It's so annoying. Yeah, no, I don't get why they don't want to do that. I, I mean, I think eventually they will. I think they I think studios really want to get back into the whole physical media because that's where they used to make their money before. I mean, remember even Zach talked about like the ultimate cut of BVS was like 80% of the revenue. Uh, it's so annoying they want to release them. Uh, do you think Tom Cruise should be a producer for the Mission Impossible reboot? Get someone younger to replace him? I mean, he might be. If they, you know, if they decide to do like that, I mean, I wonder how long they'll wait to do them. Are they going to do like a James Bond thing and just be like, all right, we're going to hire a new Ethan Hunt? Darkness under the wind. Dave question one with gun revealing what rumors are true and false. Do you think that scoop wars are finally coming to an end? It's it's helping it. I don't think it's ever going to come to an end because sadly, those guys have no shame. Anybody who's a scooper just has zero shame when it comes to any of that. Question two, if Holly Berry does return as Sue Storm, I don't know if she's returning as Sue Storm, but Storm for sure in Deadpool. Do you think we will uh, see her play an important role in Secret Wars? I mean, I, I almost think that Deadpool, if they're going to bring some people back, those people might end up being in, um, in Secret Wars. Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, I'm sure you meant. Uh, I'm pretty excited about the future of the DC verse in Gunn's hands. In one of his tweets, he mentioned that he's going to get the best directors and let them follow their vision and do justice for the characters. Yes, that's what I was talking about, of course, in the main topic. It's the fact that Gunn will be hiring these people and he's not going to. I mean, I'm sure he's going to obviously he's going to give notes and obviously there's got to be connective tissue, but he's going to let. I mean, 100 percent because he's a filmmaker himself and he and obviously Feige let him do his thing. So he's going to let these directors do their thing. And I'm just really curious on who is on those who's on the list when it comes to these movies. Um, the best directors in Lindia. I think this is where Gunn could shine, where Feige chose the safe route and seemingly kept a tighter leash creatively, and apparently Gunn was involved and added his notes in a lot of the Marvel films. Yeah, phase two-ish. Pretty much, like, uh, I know, like, Thor was, like, one of the first ones after, of course, Guardians, but Thor 2 was, like, uh, the dark world in the dark world. He, uh, he actually had to help do reshoots on that, apparently. But yeah, I mean, it, it was gun that you can, you know, obviously the Russo brothers did awesomely when it came to the Infinity War. It's one of my all-time favorite MCU movies. But Gunn had a hand in that, too, when it came to the story in the Infinity War, uh, Infinity Stone. So uh, this all tells me that he grew as a storyteller. Yes. What director would you like to see in the future DC slates of projects? Get Quentin Tarantino in there to make a Batman movie. Yeah, he could make that Batman movie. Quentin Tarantino or The Authority. No, that won't happen. I don't know. We'll see. I could probably do a, a ranking of like, oh, which directors would I like to see? I want to see Gavin O'Connor. I don't know. Just any one of those guys. Good action storytellers. And then finally, oh, yeah. Can you imagine if Zack Snyder, this is also Mr. Nobody. Can you imagine if Zack Snyder sees and praises the Flash because I think he liked or tweeted something about the Batman? Yeah. What will be the reaction like? Um, well, I mean, the meltdowns are always fun. Let's face it. The meltdowns are always fun. Anytime that Zach likes a movie that I guess you could say is not fully like Snyder verse, I guess. I don't know. I always think it's funny. I know Zach really, really likes the Shazam movies. I know that. 
Um, just because, you know, he likes the Shazam movies, even Shazam 2, apparently. He was uh, a fan of that. Uh, he dug the Shazam movies. He, uh, I mean... I remember one of the first times we talked to him on a live stream. It was on Real Anarchy. This was after DC Phantom. When he saw the Batman trailer, he immediately texted uh, Matt Reeves to congratulate him on how badass that trailer was. Not sure exactly what he felt about the movie. That's I should have asked him that. Maybe I'll ask him that next time uh, if he's on the Vodka stream. I can ask him that too. What he thought about Matt Reeves' Batman movie full on which would be interesting to get his uh, two cents on that. When it comes to the Flash, I mean, I mean he talked about the Flash on the last appearance of the vodka stream, he thought that was just kind of cool that, you know, they're revisiting a movie he made. And it was just like, oh, that's that's pretty sweet. So I'm, I'm kind of curious myself. I wonder if he is going to watch it and see where that goes and what he thinks about it. Is he going to give his two cents? Probably not. He's busy. So maybe he'll get a screener, watch it and whatever. And he probably won't post any kind of, you know, review on it or anything. I, I, maybe he will. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Zach just Zach doesn't post a lot. Then he does post a lot. But maybe I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. <sighs> God bless those guys. What guys? Who are we talking about here? What guys? Cancel Droga. Is that what's happening? Darkness under the wind. Who are you calling a cultist? Oh, we talk. We talking cultists here. The Batman was way overhyped. It was way overhyped. Eh, I still really, really enjoyed it. Watched it a few times. Macquarie, yeah, Macquarie. That'd be sweet. Um, and then I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Jonathan Daly and John whatever the heck, the guys who made the Dr Dunge Dungeons and Dragons movie, wouldn't be surprised if Gunn got those guys. Imagine those guys. Maybe they would do Brave and the Bold. Or the authority, or something. I don't know. Those guys are a good directing team. I really enjoyed Game Night. I really enjoyed Dungeons and Dragons. That was surprisingly. I watched it again this past weekend. Showed Miss Nighthawk. She enjoyed it too. I wouldn't be surprised if we tapped in those two to try to make one of these movies. Uh, they were at one point attached to the Flash for like less than a year. They were attached to the Flash. So at one point they were attached to a DC film. But I, am, I guess we'll see. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I would love it. Get one, get those guys. I don't know. Maybe they they would be good for the Booster Gold, but that's a series. But they, I, I'm sure they'd be okay with that. But they would be good for the Booster Gold series, I think. Uh, Jonathan Daly and yeah, get Fincher there too. Robert Rodriguez, Batman. Ooh, I like what you're saying. I like what you're saying. I do like what you're saying about that. So Mid Adam. <laughs> oh Jose, you're funny. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap up this stream and wrap up this week of, uh, of things. Like I said, uh, members will be talking after this. If you want to you want to talk some more, pick my brain a little bit, become a member, and uh, we'll do some more chatting. And uh, members, I'll see you guys in a little bit. Look for the uh, link on your, uh, on your YouTube feed. Make sure everybody else, you subscribe, hit that notification bell, do all that. Follow me on all the sock meds. I'll most likely be posting a... Uh, an exclusive po podcast over on Patreon tomorrow. I'm gonna think I'm gonna try to do that. So uh, if you want to help support that, like I said, every every little bit helps, guys. Every little bit helps. So, but yeah, follow me on all that. Do all that, and like I said, uh, no no show tomorrow. But look forward to my Little Mermaid first reaction review. Yay! Can't wait. Like I said, hopefully I like the movie more than I'm. You know, I'm going in with really low expectations. So, but look forward to that. 
And uh, yeah, and then of course we got the vodka stream on Friday, 6:30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, yeah, we'll have fun doing that. But uh, yeah, everybody, I'll see you later. Members, I'll see you in a little bit. Love ya. Talk to you later.